Greetings all and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Quest On Media. I'm your host, Russell Morse. Uh, today we're going to be talking about really the only important thing there is to talk about in the world right now, which is the plan to storm Area 51 to see some of them aliens, which I think is the official language from the Facebook page. So I'm basically reading a, the equivalent of a press release, you know, uh, or what passes for a press release in 2019. I've been wanting to talk about this ever since there was a Facebook page for it. I personally love aliens. I want to know more about them. They obviously 100% definitely exist. I can't say if they're Area 51 or not, but they're somewhere. It would be very arrogant of us to presume that they're not somewhere. Uh, but we have today what I would consider an expert on the Area 51 story, <laughs> <laughs> because according to her, she's been following every step, every development. She's going to give us the latest. Um, and then we're going to have a conversation about aliens, man, aliens, like <laughs> They're so real. There's an emoji for them. Like we talk about aliens enough that we need an emoji. Two, actually. If you type alien into your iPhone, it's going to suggest two different options. You know true. what I mean? That is true. And we don't even have a taco emoji. So just think about that. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. It's like a, a more pressing cultural need to have an alien emoji than a taco emoji. But I suppose that's a different conversation. Yes. <laughs> so let me introduce today's guests um cat is here with us you know cat very well she's been on the last few podcasts typically she's our pop culture person fangirl movie person comic book person um but she lately she's been um managing our social media account and posting about all kinds of stuff including um how we change public spaces to restrict people from being in them which is a wonderful story that i, I want to talk more about but Kat is just a very smart, cool, fun person that we love having on the show. And I'm thrilled that this conversation about aliens brings her back. And this makes me very excited every time it happens. We have a first time guest today, Shay from Oakland, who is hilarious and fun and came in at the last minute because she's like, yes, I do want to talk about aliens. <laughs> it's I mean, funny you should ask. Who doesn't? <laughs> so thank you to you, Shay, for rounding out our panel today. Yeah. Thank you to you, Kat, for coming back. It's always a pleasure. Yes. As I said, I wasn't going to talk very much. That's out the window. <laughs> but now that my introduction is complete, I'm coming straight to you for updates on the plan to storm Area 51. Okay. Hit me. What's the latest? Okay. First, I'm going to kind of give you a backstory. Um, it started with the guy who plays World of Warcraft. He was like, hey, you know, in this game, we, we storm a place called Area 52. Would it be kind of crazy if we all got together and stormed Area 51? So he created a Facebook uh, event. You know, he's like, we're going to get together. We're going to storm Area 51. We're going to find out what the government's hiding from us and all those alien things. We're going to Naruto run, you know, because the bullets <laughs> can't hit us. And as an anime fan, I was I died when I read that. Like, that's the first Please explain for our listeners the Naruto run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this part. <laughs> Um, Naruto run is when you are running so fast that your arms are at an angle behind you to propel you faster and stronger, you know, <laughs> to get through anything, you know. It makes you trees. run faster. Everybody knows that. Right. It Super actually fast. does. Scientifically, it's been proven. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing it for our listeners <laughs> who unfortunately can't see me right now. I'm doing like a mid bend arms behind me he, he bends over right and tell us and, and just tell us who naruto is and why that oh my gosh. Is important. first of all he is one of the greatest ninjas ever i just cosplayed him at, at my job so yes but did you cosplay story. him because he's famous now because everybody's gonna naruto run i've been a fan since like 15 years ago but people are just I, just... I just... I wanted that to be on the record. All right, okay. <laughs> Checking my credentials. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, thank you for that explanation. You're welcome. Um, so, creating this event, a lot of people really thought it was hilarious, but are really serious about it. So, everyone started saying, yes, we'll go to this event that's happening on September 20th. And so, first it was like 40,000, 50,000, 100,000. Um, I just checked today and there are 2 million people who said they were going to be there 
And hotels in Nevada and Arizona are being booked out because of this event. There are two sponsors happening. Um, Bud Light that said, if you find an alien in there, you know, we'll give you guys free beer. And then I just read today that Arby's is starting a campaign where they're going to have food there for people who are going to be at the Area 51. Like, it's it's really happening, I guess. And we have the meats. <laughs> but at the same time, the <laughs> American government has been preparing. There have been videos and pictures and memes about <laughs> the, the I guess, militaries, like, describing what a Naruto run is and... And I saw this meme. <laughs> I saw this meme. This is really what, what has become the most reliable news source for me is just memes in general. I feel you know that. Because I mean? there's so much information out there. It's hard to sort through. And I figure if the meme world justifies it with memes, it must be worth paying attention to, yes. which is how this came to my attention anyway. Yes. Um, most of the memes seem concerned with having sexual contact with the aliens in yeah. a joking way. Which may be the dark side of this area. Some some people just need love in any kind of way. Exactly. I mean, if you think about it, it's a very open-minded way to approach it. True, but we're all looking for a partner. It's kind of crazy. And sometimes you can be on this earth long enough and think there's not anybody on this earth for me, but maybe there's somebody from another planet outside the earth might be exactly. You broaden your horizons. We have a whole new stock of potential mates. Oh my gosh. But the reason I mention it is because the meme I saw was an Air Force employee doing a a PowerPoint presentation. I have no idea whether it's real or not. In the meme world, whether it's real or not is irrelevant. But he's wearing his Air Force uniform and he's up the slide that's up on the screen with Air Force with, you know, fly boys and fly ladies in the audience is a still of Naruto doing the Naruto (laughs) (laughs) so that they can plan a defense against it. Oh uh, I mean, they have to have a plan, right? I mean, the military they do. can't. This is, it's, it's very unmilitary to say like, eh, it probably won't happen. Military plans for everything. They have a plan. And this is really, this is how revolutions happen. Need for I real. Mean. This is, this you know is what I mean? literally like, a test. One, you, you, you reach a critical consensus of people that are like, the government is keeping a secret from us. And, and to, in some ways, that's the legitimacy of this event is like, that's all, we, you know, we're taxpayers, right? The government is supposed to be us. Right. It's not like the government exists over here and the American people are over here. We're paying for it. They're lying to us about it. Let's go see where our tax dollars are going. Maybe mm-hmm. it's aliens. Maybe they're just making a secret weapon there or something. I, I, there's there is some there's a political element here, in, in my opinion. We won't stitch. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm ready to Naruto run right. and take on the Air Force. But I, I, I always like to inject a little bit of the political lens. Right. And in my mind, it is politically justified. Right. Um, but but give us the rest of the updates, Kat. Um, well, that's mostly the updates. I just know Air Force has reached out saying, you know, we we have a plan. You know, if you do storm, that's trespassing. We're going to have to take force. But again, we are Naruto running. And I don't know if people bring, you know, what I don't know. But apparently September 20th is going down. People, people are bringing drones to Facebook Live it and everything. So I'll keep y'all posted. I mean, in the realm, if we're talking about political movements and how these things happen, you know, we, we all hopefully remember Occupy, right? Occupy Wall Street, which was pretty righteous. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, about income inequality and mm-hmm. the, the political issues of our day, that was also a spontaneous event. It was like, hey, people... If you care about these these issues, show up here. If you think that big banks are exploiting people and the system of capitalism in this country is, you know, leading to people living in poverty, well, you know, the language of the one percent and ninety nine percent that came from Occupy, that also was a meme. You know, that was something right. that uh, Adbusters magazine just published and said, like, hey, what would happen if you know a million people showed up at Wall Street? And a lot of people did show up, and it changed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, I mean, it was not an answer to, but it was an echo of the Arab Spring and the political movements uh, of that era where people who were living in Arab countries started to question their leadership and came out in huge numbers. That's what a movement is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's spontaneity. People who have questions for their government showing up. All you got to do is show up. And sometimes you'll get some answers or you'll change the conversation. I, I believe in that. And I also believe, I mean, this is the 21st century, right? So everything's kind of a joke. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no one can earnestly say like, hey, I'm curious about what's going on in Area 51. We should try and find out about that. You have to say, if we Naruto run, they can't hit us all. You have to make memes about it. But people are going to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they're not just people who are internet pranksters. There are people who have been curious about this issue for a long time, and they can show up in a critical mass to the point that they might force U.S. government to reveal some information, for instance. That's going to be I bad. obviously don't want to see it be a bloodbath. Right. But... That, that's my biggest fear, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Or everyone will storm in there and there'll be nothing in that room. Yeah, because who knows <laughs> that they're nothing moving stuff out now so that they can be like, That's come in here. Saying. And then it's like, there's nothing. It's like, obviously yeah. you moved it to your other secret location. Like, Let's just use a relatable analogy here. Like, If you suspect that your significant other is cheating on you, you know, you don't say, hey, I'm going to show up. <laughs> no, you just pop up. You you just on a Friday night. Do a drive-by. Right. <laughs> to see if you have another person in there. You know, because that gives them plenty of time to be like, oh, no, September 20th. Is no good. <laughs> right, right. And he's like, you know, you, you text them. Oh, I can't. September 20th is no good for me. You know, <laughs> and then you move out all the incriminating evidence. So that's a possibility. But when that many people gather in one place, it's powerful, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people. I believe some good can come from it. Shay. I would yes. like to ask you, uh, you know, my main question, and I think the next logical question is like, yeah, there's all these jokes about a secret in the desert. Are there aliens? Aren't there? You know, your comment about like, yeah, you storm the room, there's nothing in the room. Or it's like, oh, we're working on some new bomb or something that we're testing in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, the next logical question is, how many of us really believe whether or not there are aliens at Area 51 in intelligent life anywhere? And how many of us believe that at some point, intelligent life has come to Earth, and maybe you know governments have kept it a secret. Where do you where do you fall on that, Shay? I'm curious. I'm like so indifferent. I'm in the middle, you know, because <laughs> growing up, okay, so I'm an '80s baby, '90s kid, so all the most epic, let's see, cultural references to aliens, okay. Independence Day, Will Smith, let's get out of the way right now. Yeah, like TV, movies, right? So I was convinced. I was convinced that there were aliens. And then. You were convinced by popular culture? Yeah, I mean, I. And, okay, so, and also the random sightings, right? That people would say they saw UFOs. And we're talking about in a time where electronics were just kind of coming into the scene you know you could record a little bit better you know okay so there's that there's the corn crops always this was the corn crops that always happened to i was gonna bring up the corn crops and (laughs) i'm a little afraid to bring up the corn crops because from what i understand the corn crops have been debunked what okay who's doing that? that It was a group of people who got together and did it. And the pact was the last one of us who's alive before you die, you can say that it was a hoax. What? And <laughs> that is now, ridiculous. Please fact check me. Please fact check me. But, but the time I and energy. I pay pretty close attention. What's that? The time and energy. You you see how big those things are. It worked. It really did work. The, the yeah. time and energy I'm paid sure. off. I remember signs. I mean, remember the movie signs. signs. One of, of the only good M I mean, movies. <laughs> he had some bangers. I'm I'm through bashing some? Shyamalan. He had a couple. He had a couple. Sixth Sense was good. Couple. Yeah, Sixth Sense. Signs was good. The village, kind of underappreciated. Weird. My face. But right yeah, now. okay. I know. She's looking at me skeptically, everybody. <laughs> and now and I it's justified. <laughs> but wait, didn't he make what about um oh Unbreakable? Very good movie. Yeah. That was a great movie. That's actually actually my favorite in night. Uh, movie. It's kind of like if you just take away the bad ones, he has <laughs> a legit like oeuvre four. of bangers. Four good movies. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Wasn't um the recent one about the guy with the I like that. Disorder? I liked See. it. I, I no, the, the, the one called um Glass. Oh yeah, Split. I saw that glass. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm so, big, I mean it's like, like top tier. Everybody likes to beat up on Shyamalan. I will. I'm, I'm yeah. a defender of anybody. Good. Anytime someone's getting dogpiled, I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't want to be a part of this. 
you know, dogpiling on someone. So I like to say something but, nice about Shyamalan when it comes up. But he's made some trash. She would have said <laughs> the last airbender and that would have stopped everything. Wait, that was a Shyamalan? That was him. Okay, all right. I then that's it. Wait, but he's your buddy. He's your buddy. You gotta, you know, support him. I just okay, think but that yeah. He's made so much trash that it's overshadowed his art. And I just want to say he's making good art. Okay. That's all. I, that's I feel There's that. A lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of musicians, you know, Mob Deep, they made one album that was really great. Ten <laughs> trash albums. But nobody Mob says Mob Deep. Deep is trash. People say Mob Deep is great. The infamous, the infamous. You can say the same thing about Nas. But see, uh, that's why I'm skeptical. See? <laughs> Skepticism. Okay, that's why true. it's there because supposedly the signs and the crops debunked there was a whole movie made about it right that made you convinced that it was real i wasn't convinced by science that it was real and i didn't even think science was that good of a movie i mean those signs were so precise though like you know the symbols and stuff the water like again i was i think i was semi coming of age at the time so (laughs) i believe i was like okay this this is kind of did creepy. you think it was a documentary <laughs> yeah i mean like. no, not so, i mean just seeing the pictures and the you yeah. know the videos of the crops There's and i always thought it was weird like why are the aliens always targeting the corn crops right Anyways. well here's the thing what was that the about way, the way that we feel about aliens in my opinion to do use another analogy it's kind of like when people talk about God or religion, right? And a lot of people, everybody has their own feelings about it. You know, I'm not going to bore you with my own, but, you know, you make a clear distinction between whether God is real or not and whether human religions are real or not. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a given religion on earth, you might say like, oh, I don't know about that religion because there are a lot of problematic things about that church and you know, they say things about people that I don't like, or they're, you know, they're using the teachings of this book or whatever in a bad way. But that doesn't just because the way human, maybe humans just messed God up. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that there's no God, for instance. It's a different Mm -hmm. thing to say, I believe in God, but I don't believe in religions. And I feel the same thing can be said about aliens, which is like, everything that humans have done with aliens might be fake. Crop circles, Mm -hmm. fake. Area 51, no aliens. Everybody who said they saw a UFO, lying. You know, uh, <laughs> but any thinking yeah. person, if you really consider the size and scope of the universe, it would be crazy to say steadfastly, without a doubt, there are no aliens. It's like uh, it's outrageous given the size of the universe. True, in um, my opinion. I just and so to Shay's point, yeah. there's a difference. Like skepticism, I think for me, and I think I'm kind of on Shay's side here. Is like the stuff on Earth, crop circles, Area 51. I don't know. I'm not convinced. I, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily believe that stuff. However, aliens are absolutely 100% real. And I've watched enough ancient aliens to know <laughs> <laughs> that there is compelling evidence that we may have come into contact with aliens at some point. You know, uh, so with the things are, are, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know whether it's true to say they are mutually exclusive. It's just like, if you don't believe in Area 51, it doesn't, doesn't mean you don't believe in aliens. Right. Is my point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I do want to point out that reading Area 51, I did kind of went off a, I went off a tangent to start looking up updated news about, you know, aliens and stuff. And like, I did read that scientists have discovered a moon um, orbiting a planet that's super far in another galaxy. And they, the way they discover it was like they did some kind of weird picture video thing with a lens and something with the light, a star, the light of a star reflected off our lens and then made us see a section of another part of the galaxy we never saw before. And they Ooh. saw a, a thing, it's called an exomoon, which is a moon that's kind of gravitating towards a planet that we don't know of. And so they are wondering if there's kind of life there because that's, the only time we see that is in our galaxy where we live. And so they are currently looking more into it and what that means. And so, yeah, yeah. that's that's me. I, I I like aliens and I think it's cool. And But I'm all about science as far as like, you know, looking into 
like what they discover out of space and then you see like you know water on mars or any kind of capital like what makes a planet a planet like you mm-hmm. need air water whatever I-, I feel like when you discover that i feel like either some kind of civilization was there rather they were there years ago or you know they left or they're currently here like something like that and that kind of relates back to my comic book days where you yes. know everybody was in space in comics so of course be like this planet has no air but there are aliens here we just breathe a different way you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's just because so, we need air right it's very it's very humanocentric right so to assume that other alien that other life forms would need what we need to survive right. in my opinion exactly. and our scope is so small like I, I think it's preposterous. Like, okay, we're, we're all gassed that 50 years ago we went to the moon. And that is that is a real achievement. That's something special. And it's a different show about whether you think we land on the moon or not. But for the sake of this argument, let's use the axiom of we went to the moon. Right? <laughs> right. The moon is right there, man. You know what I'm saying? And it took everything we had to get there. And 50 mm-hmm. years later, we're still talking about it being the biggest thing we ever did in space. Right. You know? And I'm very impressed by... You know, we send a rover to Mars and, and, you know, humans are smart. We figured out a lot of stuff. I'm proud of our scientists. But what we're able to see is such a small, and this is not a groundbreaking concept. I'm not trying to be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not acting like I'm, a, you know, giving a brief history of time here. It's stuff that everybody knows. But, you know, it's like uh, uh, Plato's uh, analogy in the cave, right? It's like, you know, you're, you're in the dark, you're feeling around on the walls. You can't see anything, <laughs> and you think that's the whole world. You know what I mean? <laughs> to you, you're yes. like, that's, that's the whole this world. Home. That's basically where humans are <laughs> in terms of outer space. Like, I'm, I'm proud of what that. we've done, and I, I'm certainly not in a position to put a man on the moon or anything else for that matter. But I, I, I think it's, it's outrageous for any Earthling, and I'm going to use the word Earthling, <laughs> it's outrageous for any Earthling. Because that's all <laughs> to say definitively no you know there's not intelligent life because we can't even see outside uh truly our own i mean even just our solar system right you know what i mean so i mean i want to avoid us having a conversation where you like get high and talk to your roommates and you're like hey man like this is really <laughs> big but that's you know those those high conversations are important you know what has, I mean? they like, always have where, an ounce of truth to them you know steve jobs took a lot of acid you know what i mean and look uh, he went so far so you too can yes. take acid and go far too exactly those were his last words i think oh no all right peace steve all right peace uh so i mean that that's where i fall i'm, I'm with you i'm into the science but the, the thing that i'm encouraged by is that everybody who knows the science you know stephen hawking and yeah, you know, I was thinking of Tim. Every, every, all the greatest yeah. minds who have ever thought about the history of the universe, pretty unanimously, are like, "Yeah, dude, it's obviously out there." You know, the truth and... is out there. X Files, <laughs> and that's not exactly why I'm waiting for us to talk the about X Files. I'll say this, and <laughs> this might be was the my show from, back in the day uh, mm-hmm. from the show today. The truth is out there. It just might not be at Area 51. No, well, there would be some right. type of truth. What happens when you get a bunch of people hyped up on Red Bull in one little area in the desert? It feels like an EDM music festival. It's called Burning Man. Right. I was thinking. <laughs> hyped up on Red Bull. You have two million people. You know, we're staying. They're staying in local hotels. Um, yeah. The people in the area are very nervous because they're like, "Well, we get our tourists, but this has never happened before, so we're afraid for our safety and what the blowback's going to be from this." And so. I I just like seeing it from all angles. I like seeing it from the the intendi- the people who are going to it, the people who are doing the business, the government. Like there's so mu- there's so much story, and I think that's why I really like following it because it came out of nowhere. I remember it was like two weeks ago or so, and it was like memes, and I was like, why are they doing these Area Fifty One memes? Mm-hmm. I had to ask a student, why are they doing this? And then he was like, there there's an event that whatever, and I was like. No way. And I looked it up and I was just like, wait, this is happening in America? And these are grown-ups? What? Well, I have I have to ask you then, Kat. I have my own answer to this question. Uh-oh. Um, are you interested in going? No. Not even a little bit. Like we leave that right to now. everybody else to do no, that for us. No, I'm one of those people that, I don't know if this is my Sagittarius side. I am very adventurous. 
But I am one of those people that I watch people do stuff and I'm there just to report the news. I'll be like, well, yeah, so you don't have to storm area. For I don't long, have but to. As a, as a journalist. Or would you be interested in, let's say, Queston Media right now gives you a grant. Cover Area 51. Here's a camera. Here's a plane ticket. Oh here's a gosh. rental car. Here's a hotel room. Oh and, you know, get what you can. Uh, what, what say you? Uh, thinking about it. Uh, I am thinking about it. <laughs> but at the same time, I just need more of a plan. Like, what are what are they doing? Are they just running around the building? How, what does yeah, Area 51 even look like? Do they have there like? There was no business? plan for the Arab Spring. There was no plan for Occupy true, Wall Street. It was, true. A, it was a collective consciousness, but and it was the biggest news of the decade. This is like fenced off, right? And it has like like I'm thinking of Stranger Things. I'm thinking of season two. I'm thinking of when they tried to get into the lab. Okay, yeah, it was easy because it was the 80s. But like <laughs> the way they had to like cut through the fence and like go through levels, like. I don't know. Well, here's what I'm interested in. Two million in. people through a building? Let's say, you know, the Air Force comes up with a good plan to keep people at a distance, right? It, it's well within their means. True. And constitutionally justifiable to put up checkpoints, concrete barriers, um, you know, uh, electric fencing, whatever, to keep people out of what is a military base, essentially, um and storming a military base is like a kind of an act of treason or at the very least trespassing so yes. let's say they figure that out right we have fencing that's going to keep people out for instance we have smoke um, bombs and all that it's stuff. still interesting to have to have a collection of that many people who are committed to finding out the truth about something because you know you don't just show up for instance to use our cheating partner analogy again <laughs> let's say you show up to your partner's house and doors locked, phones off. Uh, you know, is that gonna? You'd be like, oh, I guess I'm gonna go home now. No, it's gonna arouse your suspicions further, and you're gonna get crafty. And you know, you brought your friends with you because that's always the kind of mission you gotta bring a friend on. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you guys talk about like, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get in? Can we get to the house, or we, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's enough for people to show up and encounter the resistance from the Air Force, and then say, oh, let's just leave. You know, I mm. think it could be an Occupy movement True. of sorts where people say, we want the truth. You know what I mean? Like, and, and start to use political means, start to use the media to communicate what's happening. This is true. All it would take, for instance, and I, I don't want to say this because like you, I don't want there to be any violence. I don't want anybody to get hurt. Right. But Good. if someone did get hurt, mm. even if someone just got pepper sprayed or something, for instance, you know, if there was that kind of a clash, similar to when they were trying, they were protesting the pipeline, right. the oil pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um that would bring a lot of national attention to this story and people who don't care about it and never heard of memes or Facebook would say, why is the air force pepper spraying people in the desert? What are they trying to keep secret? And we would get serious journalists because, you know, like I said, I'm getting all my news about this from Facebook and memes right? because the only thing that was in the New York times was like, Hey, isn't this funny? There's a Facebook group, you know, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was 500 words long and they said, Oh, the hotel rooms are rented out. You know, call <laughs> your little green friends, right. you know, but if there were this kind of conflict between the state, you know, which is what area 51 and, and the air force represents and the people who are paying for area 51 wow. and, and there is some kind of a conflict, then maybe we could start talking about this. You right. know what I'm saying? Cause we spend a lot of time talking about garbage. We do. And this <laughs> is do. significant. And I would like to see a more serious conversation about it. And this could force that conversation. And why, like, why do we even still have an Area 51? Like, I thought that was like a, because, you know, like back in the 40s and 50s when people were really getting into science fiction because of H.G. Wells. And so people started, oh, I see an alien. I see an alien. And I don't even know how, I don't know, actually don't know the history of Area 51. And I, I, I think it's really cool that it's one of America's, you know, national monuments. But why is it still a place? Well, from what I understand, and I'm definitely not the expert here, based on several YouTube videos that I've watched <laughs> Thank in preparation for this show, <laughs> there was a, a, a rancher who reported some kind of debris that didn't look earth-based. Right, that's the official story, and this was in New Mexico, in Roswell, Debris. New Mexico. That's Earth so based. general, and I'm like Earth based because he knows alien tech. I mean, you know a crashed plane when you see it. True. 
you know, stuff that's made out of human materials, you know, and I, I don't know this man, I can't even give you his name, but I know that he encountered something that he thought was fishy. Right? <laughs> he said it was a UFO. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But government came in right away, took everything. Wow. Said it was a weather balloon. A weather balloon? Oh, I said know. Said it was story. a weather balloon. Yeah. And moved it somewhere else and, and buried the story. And nobody really talked about it for a long time, for decades. And then he got his and memory erased by Men in Black. who have researched it. I'm sorry? <laughs> he got his memory erased by Men in Black. He may well have. I'm throwing you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Air Force had that. I forget stuff all the time where I'm like, hold on, I, somebody must have flashed that out of my brain because it's just a hole, you know, either that or, you know, decades of drugs, you know, there's a lot of explanations for lost memories. I'm not going to blame the government mm-hmm. for my bad decisions, mm-hmm. but there is a series of events that led to this suspicion. It's not purely a conspiracy theory in my, in my opinion. Uh, and from what I understand, that debris was taken to this remote location that we now know as Area 51. And the U.S. government acknowledges that it exists, but the government does all That's kinds of stuff. The military does all kinds of crazy That's stuff. Right. That's where they made the atomic bomb, you know. Ooh, and that was very secret. And now, anytime though? you're developing a new a new weapon, it has to be top secret because you know there are people in the world who are adversaries, and they want that information. Spies are real, you know. <laughs> So the justification for having a secret site, it could be a bomb uh, but it's, or a weapon. Of it's just kind. so fascinating that, you know, we have all this general information about it for for decades. Like when my parents were kids, you know, and I'm just thinking, you know, with all of today, today's technology and whatever, we couldn't have a secret, secret base that's not known so that people can do these bombs and stuff. Right. Instead of having like a touristy place keeping secrets and like it would be a convenient decoy i mean i do believe in having things in plain sight so that we don't think about that but at the same time i think this is very one of those things the government does where they're just like 1950s logic you know you're just it's old-fashioned it's the american way it's the only way we're gonna do it and i'm just like but why like even if this, like, even if they do get past and they go see whatever's inside, it's like, but why couldn't the government, like, I don't know, have another, like, I, you know, I would be surprised if there's an Area 52, 53, whatever, and it's somewhere that we don't know. Yeah. And I would, I would like to see if someone can find information for that. Now, that's something I would be interested in because hiding stuff in this place for so long, for like forever, and we knew, like, there's TV shows about it. And, I don't know. I just feel like it's like yeah. it's like to me. It reminds me of the movie. Uh, what's that movie where Nicolas Cage steals the Declaration of Independence? It's like that, where we go to a <laughs> national treasure. Yeah, national treasure. This is a national treasure adventure where yes, we go to American monument. Yes, we're dealing with stuff that's from our past that's pretty general and well known, but there's secrets in it, and we're going to steal it and use it. So that all humans in America can find, can use this knowledge to for their own. Like this is how it feels like, and so I'm just like, again, like, why? Well, as a thought exercise, let's just say, aliens are real. They came to Earth. A UFO crashed in New Mexico. It had living aliens on it. The U.S. government moved it to uh, Area 51, a secure location. I think it might be justifiable that learning about intelligent life is so mind-blowing for the populace. Like, it would change everything. Be like, I wouldn't go to work tomorrow if you told me that there were aliens. You know what I mean? Like, it's so disruptive. <laughs> I would, I would our, go to work and be like, y'all, there's aliens. Yeah. There's aliens. That's true. I would go there to talk about it. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it would reshape our values and belief system so much that we wouldn't be able to you know, do the British thing and keep on and carry on. We'd be I, like, bro, I'm not keeping on and carrying right. on. There's aliens. And then there's questions. Can these aliens become earthlings? Do, is there going to be a process for them, a test for them to pass and take? So if they want to, you know, live here, they would have to do the requirements. Or will it be like in Lilo and Stitch, you know, we have them as experiments or as weapons and we're just, you know, we're trying to train them in the ways of America or of the world and then use them as what? Like, there's so much. Okay, but what if 
we already live amongst aliens. Right. What if they don't even look how they're depicted in pop culture? Because mm-hmm. that's that's Scrolls. the only way we know, right? So what if they look like us? What if they, you know, I mean, what if that's happening? Shout out to Emmy Scrolls. If you're a Marvel fan, is that, is that the if you're a Marvel oh, right, fan, right. that mm-hmm. see and that again, reading that as a kid, I really thought that was happening because there has always been an episode or something about people who are from other worlds impersonating us to understand us, you know. Mm-hmm. And I also think this also reminded me, you know, if you are on Facebook and there's this popular comic going around with the aliens, uh, they how they take normal things. And they reword it in a very more, you know, they use they use SAT words for everything. I don't know if you know it. I do know the comic is named Nathan Pyle, and he has this series of these blue aliens doing human things, but they are Earth, like they live as Earthlings. And I feel like, you know, it's cute and all, but there's some truth to it. Like, what mm-hmm. what would happen if aliens, you know, there's a way for them to live among us? And then, I mean, they. I, I'm with you. In fact. To use another pop culture reference, there was a very popular TV show in the 80s and early 90s called Alien Nation, which was also based on a comic book, which was about this very premise where enough people from another planet showed up that we had to think like, well, what's the right thing to do? You know, like, do we find a way to assimilate them into human life? Do we want them to have their own life? Uh, and respect their cultural traditions and it ended up being assimilation and then it was a very pretty powerful metaphor uh, about race Mm. and about different kinds of people and how different kinds of people get treated differently because of how they look or where they come from and the main characters were two cop buddies because of the 80s every show was about two cop buddies and one of them is an earthling and one of them is, you know, one of these aliens who's like, they're very humanoid. They look like, they're like Star Trek aliens, basically. They, they have exactly the same human face, but they just have like spots on their head. That's only different. And the way that his his alien partner got treated by people they encountered in the street was very similar to the kind of language and experience that we encounter in racism in this country and other parts of the world, which was a good kind of thoughtful, helpful exercise because these people from another planet had a hard time accessing the economy um, they had a hard time many of them assimilating a lot of it was about immigration and the way people come from different countries oh, and kind of the same kind of experience as someone sure. from an, another planet for instance wow and it, it, i mean it was a comic book so you can read the comic book okay. the tv show was a tv show from the 80s so you gotta give it a break you know YouTube what i'm saying it. it's not that means I have to high art it. yeah but alien nation two words like the word alien and then the word nation. That kind of... Like so to piggyback off that, Shay, mm-hmm. you remember the show, Dirt Rock from the Sun? Yes, that used to so, be my show. That is very similar, except it's in the more uh, comedy, uh-huh. where mm-hmm. you do have aliens as humans, and they learn about all kinds of stuff. You know, they learn about living and, and sexism and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's... For me as a child, it was very entertaining. But then as I watched it when I got older, I was like, this is actually a great social commentary show where you have these beings that want to be humans, but they find all the flaws of humans. And they're just like, well, why are you treating them differently? Or why are you treating women? Like, why? That doesn't make sense to me because they look like what? And so I'm just like, this is such a great show. And 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 it kind of actually make them think of their culture, their culture back on their own planet and be like, well, back in, you know, we did this. Maybe we shouldn't, we should stop doing that because of what the humans are doing. So I really love that they have, there have been crazy, amazing shows that Alf. treat it. And, we yeah, haven't even Alf. mentioned Alf And yet. I, that was an old, old show for mm. me because I was like three or four watching that. But I do remember Alf. Um, I mean, from Melmac. where I mean, my biggest question with with this is where where does the depiction of aliens like where does that come from? I mean, they're not all cute and cuddly like ET, right? Like, mm-hmm. so okay, so yeah, there's a possibility that maybe we're already living living amongst each other, right? And they look more like us, or they look like some scary giant bug like like literally from alien you know like Mm -hmm. you know where 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 that even come from that it's this guess that they 
you know, yeah. look right. like. So I mean, it's an approximation, <laughs> you know, and, and there are a lot of examples of a practical explanation for that. First of all, I can almost guarantee you they're not going to be the same size as us. No. You know what I mean? If you think about the size of our planet and the way that we've evolved to be our size, right? It's preposterous to think that people from another planet would inhabit like a humanoid shape that's even remotely our size, right? right? So how about this? The smartest and most intelligent life in the universe? Microscopic. Right. You know? Like ant-sized people. <laughs> but you can't make a sci-fi show about ant-sized people because you just take too many special effects. So you got to right. do the Star Trek thing mm-hmm. where you just take a human Put them in some weird clothes, paint them blue, give them a funny hat. That's your alien. And I think that's informed a lot of right. to your question, Shay, why we think they might be humanoid. And the the how the furthest we get outside of that is the bug-like alien. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm what my question is, why do we all think that they have those big, like almond-shaped eyes that are the size of their head? The light bulb head. <laughs> the head that's almost like a triangle with gray skin and black eyes. Mm-hmm. Where what was the inception for that? Because right. I think it was a Roswell thing. Wasn't it someone who claimed to have been abducted described the aliens that way? And that's what we latched oh, on. Oh yes, yes. But my saying. thing is like, yeah, I was literally about to say that. I was like, who was the one that just like designed that image of alien and use us as the bait. Why? And look, like you said, isn't it's the emoji on our phones? Yeah. Who came up with that design and said this is this is the this is the basis of an alien? What like I, I I did hear about the Roswell story and that's how they describe it, but then did more f- people co-sign on that? And then it's just like, yeah, that's what multiple people like have it. claimed to have been abducted by aliens. Many, 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 many. Oh people. my gosh, I love those stories because it's and a lot so of their crazy. stories match up. They and match maybe up, but I'm like, they could be reading the description of the last person's story and be like, "Yeah, that happened to yeah, me too." <laughs> there was a movie I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, I don't know if you guys remember it, but it really it was a movie that really had me like spooked because it was supposedly based on true events, and it ends up being about like all of these different like real life situations where an alien like kidnapped people from their homes or um like ends up like this man ends up like going crazy snapping on his family and like killing everyone including himself because this alien abduction right like and and it was yeah it was so like it was so creepy because it was like okay yeah this is really happening is if this is really you know Right. Explaining like missing disappearances. Yeah. Like, what about unsolved mysteries? Anybody remember that? Yes, yes that was a good I still watch that, that show. Used to that show. The, they still make yeah. it. No, you can watch it on Hulu, Netflix, mm-hmm. one of those. Oh my God, that show gave me the most legit willies of my whole life. Sure. It's like, like the watching most shook the Twilight Zone. I've ever been. Yeah. Real life. It's Twilight Zone. Real life. It's yeah. real it's Twilight real life. Zone. <laughs> I was yeah, so in so. on every episode. I was like, every time I watched, I was like, bro, aliens are real. Right. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think that was like, I remember well, there, it as a child and it kind of got in my head and was like, you know, I'm putting this stuff in here. I, I was really young, but I remember watching it with my great grandparents and I would watch that in Twilight mm-hmm. Zone. And I think that kind of hyped up my, my science fiction at a young age to the mm-hmm. point where, you know, I didn't understand aliens that much, but I knew they existed. I just couldn't describe them of like what they were to me. I was just like, there are stuff and people out there that are from other, you know, outer space, other dimensions. And they just like to come here and just start stuff up. That that was yeah. that was my logic at four years old. I was like, they're just That's pretty sound logic. People to that be just honest. Like, start I don't know something what they up. look like, but they're real. They're That's real. like the most honest thing. And you I can got say older. I was like, age. oh, they're alien, you know, alien civilizations. I just you know, and it's so funny how in the media they either portray them as, do we want to destroy Earth? And I'm just like, but why do you want to destroy Earth? Because it's like, we're not all that great. We're great. But why do you want to destroy us? Like, we're not bothering you. But I think. Well, that's the thing. Because I think of Independence Day. Right. Oh, yeah. It's very Independence Day as far as like, I kind of forgot why the aliens came and blew up the White House and stuff. <laughs> 
I just know they came, they blew up the White House, Will Smith went crazy, and you know, they stopped it and they saved it and whatever. And I was just like, but wait, why did they want to do it again? Anyway, like I mean, it's very human centric. The fourth kind. That's oh, the movie. Remember that? She looked it up. Yeah. The movie's called The Fourth, fourth kind. kind. I yeah. want to see that movie now, but I will watch it. It was scary. I'll probably end up watching it was it. really. I mean, it was so. It, it, it was like a nightmare. Oh yeah, I gotta check that out. Because I feel like that movie, yes. like I feel Everyone like that movie has watch a, the fourth kind if you haven't seen it. Versus like Independence Day, I feel like Aliens. May not want to destroy Earth altogether, you know, with bombs or taking over. But I feel like what she said is like the fourth kind, you know, they come up They're, I mean, they're curious, but they probably were like, you know, we're just going to fuck with these people. And, you know, Pranks. what happens if I take this person? What happens if I get this person? They'll never know it's me. And if they know it's yeah. me, I'll just make them be like, well, no one's going to believe you. And I was like, that yeah. makes sense to me. And that's how I'm like, look. Don't trust them unless, you know, they have a good reason. I think that all of our fictions about aliens uh, is flawed. Most of our fiction, mm-hmm. like the Independence Day stuff where they're going to come here and kill us all. Right. Because it's very human centric. First of all, That's it's human centric because it's like, we think what is shit. So, of course, if there's aliens, they're going to come see us. They don't care. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Why would we assume that some aliens other places are going to want to come talk to us? Do you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, you're like in a bar and like nobody comes to talk to you. You're like, oh, what's wrong with this bar? Like, not everything's about you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, maybe somebody else doesn't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? And the other assumption is a very uh, American-centric, which is because Hollywood's in the United States. Every depiction we've ever seen of aliens coming, they come to America. Now, America is a tiny, tiny bit of Earth, most of its ocean. And if you want to go where most of the people are, you're going to go to Asia. You know what I mean? Like the United States in the middle of the desert, it's kind of a dead zone, you know? Uh, Although there was a film, I wish I could remember this director, um, where uh, aliens come to South Africa. (gasps) I know that movie, District 9. I didn't like that movie. Yeah, District 9. I was going to mention it, (laughs) but I didn't want to mention it because I remember seeing it and I was just like... I understand the vision, but I did not like that movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think it I was think divisive. And, but another interesting thing about it is that obviously um, they go to South Africa and South Africa has its own really troubled history mm-hmm. of colonization and race and apartheid. And that director kind of folded that history into it and addressed some of the things we talked about earlier in alienation, which is like encountering the other. Even if it's a different kind of earthling, we have our own program, human tribalism, where we assume hostilities, mm-hmm. you know? The other thing that really troubles me about the way that we depict alien arrivals is we base it on what was the history of colonization? What did humans do when they found another group of people? Right. They subjugated them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. They killed them. They found out what resources they had they could use. They enslaved them. Um, they marginalized them. They took their land from them. Mm-hmm. So when we think about aliens, our own guilty human conscience says, you know what? Aliens would probably do to us what we've been doing to other people or each other right. or whatever for all of human history. That's mm-hmm. a and it's like, just because humans are trash right. doesn't mean aliens are going to be trash. Right. They're going to be like, for real? They're, they're well, I, like, oh, Earth, but see, that's cool. also why I feel like maybe we already are living amongst, you know, because how would they know all that too? If they're supposed to be from this completely different, you know, place in the galaxy, you know, how could they know about what we do here in wee little US of A? Like, yeah. you know, unless we there's a possibility that they're and that they can comprehend right. what, you know, the history well, of our country. It's so and- funny you mentioned that because looking into um some shows that I like to watch about you know, there's been alien sightings. And one thing I never really, like, accepted was, you know, how when they were like, how did the Egyptians build a pyramid? Or how did the Mayans mm-hmm. did this and that? They're like, aliens. And I'm just like, well, that's an insult to the culture. But I do feel <laughs> like, you know, there are some, like, stuff in our history that we can't explain at all. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing lines up to yeah. it from the human side. Like, our mm-hmm. human logic has been, like, was tested, and it just doesn't make sense. And so, usually when stuff like that doesn't make sense, I'm just like, 
aliens. That's the meme. Aliens. I love the premise of ancient aliens. I agree that it's insulting to ancient civilizations to assume the only way they were able to accomplish it was with alien help. But there are so many evolutionary leaps mm-hmm. in humans, as you said, mm-hmm. that are unexplained that be like, yeah, man, maybe somebody threw us a bone. You know right. what I mean? Came down and be like, hey, guys, <laughs> you ever think about writing shit down? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like um, the, the show I've been watching is the BuzzFeed. Shout out to BuzzFeed that makes great shows and not just quizzes. BuzzFeed. <laughs> unsolved supernatural they have so many alien episodes and i think one of my favorites is one where they were like why are they saying that aliens are you know they did it because you know no human could do it and so they kind of broke it down where um they they were looking at very specific things that we weren't looking at like they were looking at this piece of something in egypt you know how they had the hieroglyphics with like you know the images and People were claiming, like, in this picture, it looks like there's a laptop. Or in this picture, there's a light bulb. How would the Egyptians even know what that is? Aliens. And I was like, wait, wait. But that does look like a laptop. And that does look like a light bulb. Are you saying the aliens can time travel or they just already had those advancements? And they kind of help the Egyptians. Like, it's so crazy. But I'm like, really? The Egyptians have right. light bulbs and laptops. Right. And like, <laughs> I wish I could show you the picture now. Triangular the person's tomb. holding something that's like, not, it, ha- it can't be a book. Because it's too, it's too thin. And it looks like a laptop. And it's an actual, like, They were surfing the, the web. Wall. Right. And it's in like. In Egypt. This is going to make day. y'all smarter. Because yeah. y'all. They Googled the how to build a pyramid. Right. And so. Voila. And I, I think that's hilarious. I'm not saying this is what happened, but I just think like things like that where not the grand scheme of things as far as like pyramids and Easter Island, but just like little tasks that probably prompt them to do some crazy and amazing stuff back in the day because they did some crazy and amazing stuff out back in the day. And I'm just like, but how? Yeah. With the aliens. It's a valid question. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of ancient aliens. <laughs> you know, they, they go a little off the deep end sometimes, but the basic premise is righteous. There's a lot of supporting evidence. Uh, and I, so I'm with you. That is to say, I'm with you, Kat. <laughs> aliens, bro. I'm aliens, just... comma, bro, is how I explain so many things <laughs> alien about human bros. history. <laughs> alien bros. I love that <laughs> term. Aliens, bro. I love that term. Maybe we could use that as the name for the podcast. Before we get out of here, mm-hmm. uh, Cat, because you're such a pop culture person, I'm a pop culture person. Shay, it sounds like she is definitely a pop culture person. She's yeah, great. (laughs) I just want to have a little exercise where we mention a couple of our favorite sci-fi films, TV shows that depict the aliens in a way that we think is realistic. Okay, (laughs) so while you think about yours, I have mine on deck, and I'll be really quick. Okay. Um, One of them is Contact. Have either of you ever seen Contact? Yes. Right? So I watched that again recently, and it really stands up to the test of time. There's a very silly romance in it, but every movie has to have a silly romance. But (laughs) the basic premise is great, which is like aliens heard our transmissions, right? We've been sending Mm -hmm. out radio Mm -hmm. transmissions Mm -hmm. forever. They heard us. And they were like, oh, cool. Somebody's out there. So they sent a message back, and the message was plans for how to build some kind of spaceship. So the whole movie is who's going to get in the spaceship? And Jodie Foster eventually finds her way to get in the spaceship and she travels across the cosmos, whatever, because they have this great technology that they shared with us. And then her encounter with an alien is uh, ends up being her dad, who's deceased. And her dead dad, who she, you know, the person she loved more than anybody else. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, her dad explains like, hey, I'm not your dad. You know, I'm I'm the alien. And I'm, this is how we thought we should communicate with you. It would be the easiest way, you know, someone that you loved. And um, we don't have anything to say except hi, <laughs> you know. Bye. <laughs> uh, this is the first step, you know. Uh, maybe there'll be another step in a thousand years. But good job getting here. <laughs> and you seem really nice. You're smart. And now it's time for you to go. <laughs> Bye. And I feel like that's the most realistic depiction I've seen in a film of what alien contact is mm-hmm. and what the motivation of alien contact is, which is, a, again, a kind of a human in- instinct, which is like, hey, who's that person over there? You'd be in a bar. Hey, wh- what's your deal? Oh, you seem real cool. Hey, it was nice to meet you. You know, we don't need to date, but, uh, you know, 
Um, <laughs> it was cool listening to hear about your sister's wedding. And uh, I wish you well. You know, that that's that to me, the, the absence of malice, the fact that the aliens weren't trying to kill us or teach us or take anything from us was a really profound message for me. And I think that film depicts very realistically what the human response would be to learning that there was intelligent life. Okay. So that would be my my pick. And there's so many, I wanted to talk about Arrival also because I thought Arrival was a really good alien movie. Mm-hmm. It was about language and communication. But my pick is Contact. I've made my pitch. I'm gonna let you guys make your pitches. Kat, you said you had one locked and ready to go. Um, I'm just gonna go back to the rep from the sun because I feel like to me, that's yeah. the most accurate way that aliens are among us that they're studying us and that they are jotting down information in their logs to take back when they go home like i feel like they are i don't know how they're getting on here i don't know they're what technology they're using but i definitely feel like you know that they are living among amongst us and they are studying not just because they they see us as some type of experiment but they're just gathering information and then taking it back to their home they're anthropologists Right, right. And, and I mean, that kind of yeah. connects with like Star Trek 2. I feel like those two things really kind of shape my uh, my whole thing about aliens. And, I, and I'm like, I'm not on the negative side for them. But like, if I did have to go like, well, if there are bad aliens in the world, it would be kind of like Alien. Or I don't know if you guys saw that Cloverfield movie that was on Netflix, even though it wasn't that good. I really like the story of them being stuck in some paradox thing in space and how they mm-hmm. kind of had different versions of themselves and like the just all because, you know, in every movie it talks about you're in space for so long, you know, your minds are going to crazy and stuff. And I feel like aliens are built in a way where they are OK and fine with that. But if they are seeing you as a threat because you're too far that they know how to just mess with your mind. I do believe in that, mm-hmm. too. So it's kind of like. There are peaceful people, but then if you mess with them, they will fuck you up. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they're just like us. Well said. Well said. <laughs> All right, I'm coming. I'm coming to you, Shay. Uh, I know the last movie that you mentioned was crazy because it was about it getting aliens to murder their family. So it's yeah, fine it's if like you want to stick with that one. But is there that crazy stuff? <laughs> um, you know what? I okay. I have to say my. One of my all-time favorite things to watch was The X-Files. Now, I bring The X-Files up because I feel like even in the real life, you know, like, and when I say real life, I'm just talking about the random things we would hear about these sightings, right? Or whatever. But see, X-Files, I really liked X-Files because X-Files was kind of like always giving us this, I don't know, this thought that like, the aliens were always one step ahead, right? So the whole show was based on finding clues. You know, it's like, <laughs> makes me think about randomly about Blue's Clues. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so following these clues to kind of figure out, figure out. Right, exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? So like, you know, and I always kind of felt like that. I, like growing up hearing about, you know, all these, oh, this UFO, you know, this little light floating around in the sky or whatever you know it's like we always were looking and searching and any any and even if those stories were fake news hashtag fake news um i just really liked the mystery of it all and that that's kind of what i envision aliens being like is yeah that they are this hyper intelligent you know species and they're always one step ahead of us. And, you know, I mean, cause look at us, we still can't quite figure them out. Right. right? Mm-hmm. We still can't quite figure out really what aliens even look like. Like yeah. they, what if they don't even look like us or they don't even look like anything we've ever seen in right. pop culture. I would assume they don't. Right. And yeah. you never really saw, I don't think there were really, really any encounters right of aliens in x-files so there wasn't really i mean we just again just following blue's clues clues. right exactly that's real life and i i agree with that choice too because the truth is out there yeah the truth is out there somewhere somewhere floating (laughs) those are excellent picks (laughs) to our listeners if you've never watched any pop culture about aliens I think that would be a great primer. For instance, if an alien came to this planet and they said, hey, you guys ever make any shit about us? We'd be like, oh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> and it was up to us to recommend the films and, and the television shows. I think Contact, Third Rock from the Sun, mm-hmm. and X Files. Boom. That's all you need. And if to you want to get scared shitless, did. watch the fourth yeah. kind. The fourth kind. Well, yeah. Watch like, that. Yeah. Y'all don't do this. Watch the fourth Wait, you kind. thought we were assholes? Yeah. That's what, <laughs> yeah. Like, Thankfully, we don't have to make the decision tonight about what aliens should watch if they come to Earth and they want to know what we think about them. But if we had to make three picks, I, I would definitely lobby the government to go with those three. Be like, hey, listen, me, Kat, and Shay talked about it. And here's we what deliberated. We, we should I do a that would, Facebook that invite. Because well. none of those shows aliens. says that aliens are assholes. All those, sh- all those shows and movies are kind of like, hey, we don't know. They're right. one step ahead of us. It's Blue Clues. Uh, they're already among us. Except and the fourth kind. Cool. Except the fourth kind. Keep bringing the fourth kind up. But like, <laughs> People yeah. are going to be watching this. Watch it. Yeah. Trending yeah. on Twitter now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to say, I forgot about the movie. It was called Paul. It had like... Yes. So in that Seth movie... Logan. Yeah, they meet an alien. And like, they take the alien on like a crazy, like, just local adventure. And they give him some weed. Right. They get the aliens some weed. You know, they're driving, they're crashing their car. It's a hilarious movie. And I feel like that, at least that would kind of be like me if I met an alien where I'm just like, hey, you, you want to come hang out with us and yeah. kind of show us what humans do? Now, not all humans are like this, but this is what we do. And this is a great way for you to study and, you know, yeah. understand. I think you would be a great human ambassador, Kat. <laughs> If we had, you know what I'm saying? We choose one human. It's like, like you're friendly, Star you're Trek. open-minded, you're yes. smart, you love outer space and comic books. This is true. Think how much that alien would learn from the comic books that you gave him or her. Maybe too much. Okay, but That's I'm true. sorry to say, but I did not think that extraterrestrial life looked like E.T. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. No, he no. was cute. But I, I wasn't convinced. And he, he, was, he was creepy. I didn't yeah, like his I was arms. not convinced. I never like, liked his arms. His finger, fingertip lighting up and stuff. I just was he not He was convinced. like Muppet cute. Right. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, I've seen cuter aliens. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, th- I think that's a good point to end on. <laughs> cute aliens. Bring cute the cute, aliens. greatest sense of aliens, make them cute. You know, <laughs> the blow will be a lot easier to us aliens. Right. Come cute. Okay, cute. That's okay. true. And most of the people on the internet right now are really interested in the physical appearance of the aliens because they're looking to a find their romantic partner. <laughs> so, you know, something to consider. Right. Oh, aliens. And now it's like we're taking our beauty standards and not only putting them on other humans, we're like putting them on aliens. <laughs> like, right, hey, right, you, right. So, centri- standards. Eurocentric <laughs> standards yes, on yes. extraterrestrial life. Pretty much. Isn't that the craziest? Uh, that sounds about right. Sounds like the US of A. <laughs> yes, very American. More specific. <laughs> All right. I want to thank both of you guys for coming on to talk about a subject I'm always willing to talk about. We just only now finally have I a know. news hook for it. <laughs> Storming Area 51. Uh, Kat, we might get that money to send you as a, as a reporter. So sit tight, clear your <laughs> calendar. Who knows? Like I said, I, I've already nominated you as our human oh ambassador gosh. anyway. So right. Be on deck. That's to infinity and beyond. That's all I'm going to say. Leave with that. Leave with that. This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.
This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.